Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Build a Business Success Secrets. I'm your host, Brandon C. White. And today, Gia is back in the house and we are doing an episode to follow up on our last one of how to work with a remote assistant from the perspective of a entrepreneur, CEO, or manager. In our last episode, we gave the perspective from an executive assistant or virtual assistant's point of view. And Gia thought that I should come on here and give some advice on success tricks or tips that I've been able to use for us to work together better. So let's not waste another second. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone. Today, in this episode, with Gia's very good suggestion, we are doing how to work with a remote assistant from the perspective of an entrepreneur, CEO, manager, or whoever you are that has one. So I think, uh, real quick, one of the things that people always ask me, Gia, and I think you hear in our student calls is, well, how do you hire a remote assistant? Where do you find one? Where do you do this and that? And there's a bunch of places. There's some services out there that you could use that would do it on per hour. That wasn't for me. You could go to someone, I think Upwork, isn't that uh, one of the sites out there? And you could scroll. You could put something on Indeed uh, listing or you could put something on, what is it, LinkedIn Jobs, Chia? We've used before. Yeah, something like that. We've used ZipRecruiter. We've used, if there's a recruiting service, we've used it. So. Here's what I will tell people is, or I'll tell you listeners, you will go through many people if you go that route. I did not go that route. Well, that's not completely true. I do have some virtual assistants that were very task specific that I've used for probably 15 years, actually. But it took me many, many, many people that we went through. I think in the early days, I probably went through 15 or 20, literally, until I found, and you know them, Gia, we found uh, Mark and... Oh, Mark and Kathy. Kathy, right. And then we, we have Paulette, who sometimes we use. But I've known them forever. But when I started to look for an executive assistant, I really didn't go that route. And for me, it just sort of hit me. And I had... I'm going to tell this story real quick. Where, where was it that you were working, G&M? Yeah. I used to fly into BWI Airport a lot, and being from Maryland, I always wanted crab cakes, so I would go to G&M Seafood, which is down the road from the airport, and I made a lot of trips to BWI over a few-year period, and I always saw Gia there and another lady, and you know the feeling when you go to a restaurant or a market or wherever you're going, you see the people that work there. So one day... I wouldn't say I'm cheap. I would just say I might like to save money. So I was sitting in the front of GNM Seafood where you can take, do takeout, but eat there. And it was real crowded. And Gia just happened one day to be sitting there. And it started out that we, there was a table for four. And I said, Hey, can I sit here? We started talking. I learned that Gia went to art school. 
we needed an, my brother and I needed an artist. She did a bunch of artwork for us, probably over six or eight month period. And then one day, I don't know how it happened, but I went to get a crab cake and I was like, Hey, what do you actually do? Like for a living? You're like, Hey, I work here and I do some artwork, right? Photography. And I said, well, have you ever, would you be interested in the, I'm making it short, but, and you were going to school. And I said, Hey, have you ever, would you have an interest in being an EA? And I don't forget what you said. Maybe. And I was like, okay, well, I need one. And I think that day I sort of hit me that I was just overwhelmed and there was no way I was going to dig myself out. You're flying around. You're trying to do work. You're trying to manage people. And I was like, I got to leverage my time here better with somebody. So I asked you to send me three writing samples. You sent me three writing samples. We talked a little bit about your situation with school and everything. And, and that was how it happened. Was that a fair? Yeah, it's a good cliff note version. Yeah. Description. So that's how I found Gia. And I think the reason I want to tell you that is that you could go the traditional route, but sometimes the people that will work with you the best are in random places and you have to look for it. it all goes back to like my number one business book, right? Celestine Prophecies. Got to understand why the situation is, why you're there and, and what you can do from it. So did I miss anything in that? Not nothing. No, nothing important. So from there, I actually had not had an EA before, so there wasn't a model, except that. And I would argue that the EA that I was looking for, and actually, my wife's been sort of an EA, but really chief of staff. It's really chief of staff because you do so many things, like you manage. You, I don't. I mean, how, how would you even describe? the job, Gia, or the position? Operations specialist. Yeah, there you go. Like, you got to do all sorts of things, crazy things. Like, the other day, I asked you to take a class and figure out, actually took a class before and designed a whole funnel that we built for (laughs) Build a Business. So, I've got some tips for EAs. No, what do I have tips for today? You have, you have tips for CEOs working with EAs. Yes, that's Remote it. EAs, say, specifically remote EAs. Remote EAs. And here they are. My first HPT is you have to be accountable. One of the key things for me was that the person that worked with me needed to put, be able to push back because I don't, how would you, would you say that I have a, I don't know, people describe me as intense personality or strong personality. How would you describe that, Gia? I think I've actually used that exact word. <laughs> Intense is a good one. <laughs> okay. You just, so, you're, you're, you're very goal driven. You're very driven. You're very goal oriented. Once you set your mind to wanting something, there's absolutely nothing, hell nor high water, nor the laws of physics that can stand in the way. So with that in mind, there's actually only a few people in my immediate circle that can push back and get through that. And, and I'm also a sales guy. I mean, I'm not going to admit it. And it's not because I'm salesy. I think it's just because I'm passionate and I believe. And when people say no, I just don't believe no. I just know is a temporary opinion based on data that the person has. At the time. <laughs> so with that, I needed a very strong person to be able to push back. And I think you need that because Gia's job's not easy, but there has to be some trait in that person that can because Gia's really here for a whole bunch of reasons, but one is accountability and you have to push back and you've got to be able to deal with the uncomfortable nature of it. So I think 
you got to be strong and push back in that way for you've got to explain things. So one of, I think my, I don't know, best traits is that I expect people to generally just know. And maybe with Elon Musk Neuralink, I'm going to be super excited because I could just plug something into my brain and plug it into Gia's brain and then it just downloads. And I think, I don't know what that is, but I just expect people, and I don't think it's a, it's a realistic or fair expectation, but sometimes I just expect it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't really think that that's a bad trait necessarily. I think that's a byproduct of having a very clear thought process and I guess just, you know, like you're moving faster than the person that you're trying to explain it to. So, you know, by the time you have a fully developed idea, the other person is just now finding out about it. You know, there, you have to bridge that gap. But it, but it is unfair. So you've got to be able to explain things yeah, okay. to people in a good way. That is my number two, HPT. Number three really builds on that, which is teach. So you can't expect someone when I asked Gia, for instance, what have I asked you to do? That would be somewhat unrealistic to think that you just knew that. Data integration. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we're doing a data integration project where you have to hook the CRM to the email program to the landing page program. What else? I don't know. You, you... There's API keys. I'm still not entirely positive what that actually means. I know what it stands for, but I'm not entirely positive what it actually means. Yeah. So I basically, yeah, I just put that on Gia and I said, hey, now you've got to teach that though, which I think I do. And I've learned over the years that I think the easiest way isn't to write an email. I, I use Loom, right? And record the video and then Gia yeah. can watch it when, when she gets it. So I think you have to do that for whoever your, your EA is. I think my number four HTP is set up systems. I don't think Gia, you and I had very good systems in the beginning as it I relates. Don't think so either. Like now, what do we have? Trello. We have Trello. We have Asana. We have, we have more than that. There's well, more. we share notes, right? We yes. We all of the notes. Apple suite of cloud sharing things. You have access to all my emails, right? So you got to give that person, you got to set up the system so the person can be successful and you've got to explain how that works. So I think now that this whole COVID thing, I've been managing my email better. But when I was on the road more, you were looking at my email and managing that and doing that. But you've got to have those systems in place. And you can't expect someone to do something if it's not documented well. So now we use, we've been using Trello. I think that's been working well. We still text yeah. back and forth things, but it eventually winds up on that board. And I, I think it goes both ways, right? I mean, I think, Gia, that it's been easier for you to get me to get those things done because I can see the card and finish it when I need to. Is that? I would, yeah, I would think so. Plus, you know, there are all kinds of, I mean, with Trello specifically, there's all kinds of different ways that you can customize it. Like for example, just the other day we added the card priority power up. So now we can see, Oh, well, this is high priority. This is critical. This is low priority. So it kind of helps us communicate in in that way too where it's just like okay this can take a back burner because this has to happen right now and stuff's not stuff's not getting lost in the mix because of any miscommunication and it's asynch asynchronous right i mean it's not doesn't it, i can do it 
three hours later, you could do it. I could do yeah. it tomorrow and, and it's still documented. So I think you've got to set up systems. And my number five HTTP is you've got to build a manual. Now, what I mean by that is I was traveling a lot for a few year period and that meant, and I had preferences. I only wanted certain rental cars. I only wanted to travel on certain airlines. I only wanted to stay in certain hotels and I wanted to eat it at specific places. And they were all designed, all that, all those opinions or preferences were all designed or all came from just going on these trips. And Gia, you were really responsible for doing a lot of that. And what I realized was that while Gia can pick up things like, I don't like Sarah Fonts apparently, over time, if it's happening in a shorter time period, you might not be able to learn that. So I built that, if you remember, that shared note where I said, yeah. BWI, here's my number one hotel, here's my number three hotel, or two, three, right? And was that helpful? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that, you know, especially being remote, there's some things that you're not going to pick up on because you're not physically there. Like, for example, because it was in that handbook that Brandon put together, I know that under no circumstances, he'd rather walk than ride in the middle seat of an airplane. You know, so those are things that I never would have observed otherwise. So he had to tell me and the fact that it was all in this one package that was put together and very user friendly, you know, that's something we've never had to make that mistake. Yeah. And some of those hotel things were designed around having a good gym. So I found... Yeah. And who had included breakfast and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So those were things that you could research, but maybe not know. And not not that's not always easily found, nor is it, frankly, the best use of your time. Although I know you've spent an enormous amount of time doing research. Well, that and you also, without telling me, I wouldn't have known. Well, do you prefer to be in a place that has included breakfast or would you rather be in a place that has a really nice gym or is the pool the most important thing to you? You know, you have to, you have to tell people what your top three, you know, what order everything goes in your preferences. Otherwise, you know, mistakes are going to happen. So those are my five HTPs for EAs working with CEOs, entrepreneurs, or managers. Again, as a quick review, you've got to hold the person accountable and you've got to be able to push back. You've got to explain what you mean. You've got to teach in some circumstances, which will require a time investment from yourself, but will pay dividends down the line because that person will learn, your EA will learn, and then he or she will be able to force multiply your time. You need to set up systems. What we mean by systems are things like Trello, Asana, Slack, text message alone. What else? Notes. We should, we use the Apple platform so we can share a lot of documents and notes like that pages. way. Yeah, like pages and keynote and stuff. So we use that system, set up the systems and build manuals for yourself so that you can hand those off. And then there's not a lot of guessing. And then the person understands because being remote, like Gia, you said it sometimes it's just hard. I mean, you might be able to pick that up if you, if we were in an office every day and you overheard me talking about it. Right. But that can be hard. The bonus HTP is I would say you, you do need to talk in the beginning. You probably need to hang out or I don't know how you do that remotely. I guess you and I talk on the phone a lot, right? Or FaceTime or whatever we use. So yeah. 
I think you, you do have to get to know that person's personality. And I would probably have that discussion up front. I think we had that discussion up front, right? I was like, Hey, here's who I am. Here's what, I, here's what you can expect. There was probably some zingers that you didn't realize, but is that fair? Yeah. Only I think when we have been working together for, I think probably three and a half, four years did I find out that you have a pilot's license to fly an airplane. Didn't know that before. Thought that was very surprising. Yeah. So those things are, you know, those are the things, that's a great example of things that just wouldn't come out, right? Or those things. So I think you almost have to write a really good biography for yourself as well. I think, I think executives or entrepreneurs or managers, they focus a lot on what they need that person to do, but they also need to focus on who they are so they can communicate to that person so that person can, can understand. Cause I think a lot of conflict with an EA or actually anyone in many ways is really a communication gap. Yeah. Well, that, and I think another big piece of it is that everybody is human. Everybody in this situation, everybody in this environment relationship is human and you have to remember that nobody's a computer. I think we'll end on that, Gia. So there you go. There's five HPTs to work with your EA and set him or her up for success. All right. Pretty good tips, right? Those are six plus years of experience with Gia and probably 15 plus years of working with other virtual assistants. So Put those tips to work, and if you have any experience or tips that you found useful, drop me an email. Let me know. I'd love to hear them. Be at brandoncwhite.com. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our weekly episodes. Till the next show, remember... You are just one business plan away. I'm rooting for your success. We'll see you soon.